Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. This week on the podcast, I'm joined by Holly Knoll. Holly is a business coach and freelance management consultant from San Francisco in California. She helps her clients start service-based businesses and be their own bosses through her program, The Consultant Code. Before we dive into today's interview, it would be fantastic to know what your thoughts are on the podcast and if you're enjoying it. Do subscribe if you're not already on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and do let me know what you think by leaving a review. It would be much appreciated. Also, don't forget to connect with me if you're not already connected with me on Instagram. It's where I'm mainly hanging out nowadays. You can find me at Natalie underscore hot content. Let's jump into the interview. Holly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Natalie, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. And you are, well, we are Zooming. You are in San Francisco. Yes, I am here in sunny today, San Francisco, except we're supposed to have rain for another week. So I'm enjoying the sun while we have it. While it lasts. Fantastic. Would you um, like to dive right in and tell us what your one hot thing is going to be? Yes. So my one hot thing is something that's really changed my life and my the time I have to spend on my business um, as a solopreneur. Um, and what I mean by that is I, I'm the only person who really is in my business and I hire some people to help me out from time to time, but I was just starting to feel really overwhelmed about having to do all the things. And I was feeling like I needed to do all the things and I needed to, you know, be staying up long hours, be stressing myself out. And what that led to was just overwhelm and ultimately things actually like the important, I'll get to what the things are. The important things just weren't getting done. And so, because I was overwhelmed and just spinning. So I became, I, came across an idea called mega batching. And so that's what I'm, I'm going to talk about today. Oh, I'm really excited about this. We've had a little chat about this before we, we hit record on the podcast. And yeah, it's right up my street, what you're going to be talking about. And I think that I've talked about things around the same subject of kind of, you know, getting organized, getting consistent, because I think so many people can relate to that feeling that you've just described of complete and utter overwhelm. And Sometimes you're so overwhelmed that you end up just doing nothing, like you say. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's find out what it's all about. So introduce us to Mega Batching. All right. So to set the context a little bit, I have made a goal to myself to publish one new piece of content every single week. And so for me and my business, that means a brand new blog post on my website. And what goes along with creating a blog post and posting it isn't just like, writing something and then clicking post and hoping people find it. Mm. That just doesn't work anymore with this day and age and with all the other bloggers out there and all the other content people are being fed. If you want to get found, if you want people to know about your content, there's a lot more that goes into it. So I, I realized that, gosh, you know, the things that go into me creating a blog post are like a coming up with the idea B coming up with an outline, C actually writing the blog post itself. D, publishing it to my, my website. Mm. Um, 
let's see, E, I could just go on and on, um, you know, writing the copy for social media. So writing the calendar for social media. So when are these going to go out? In what sequence? What order? Um, what channels? What am I going to say on each channel? Because it's, you know, I'm not a big fan of just creating one piece of copy for Facebook, Instagram, you know, Instagram yeah. stories and just blasting it out to people. I'm very specific on what I post on each channel. Yeah. Don't forget about LinkedIn too, which yeah. is a whole different type of copy. Um, and so there's just so much that goes into it. And that was, and because of all that work that goes into really getting the most out of a blog post, I just found myself like not doing it because I didn't know how to accomplish all of that work. So I came across an idea, like I said, called mega batching. And basically what mega batching, the concept of it is to get, to squeeze all of the tasks that you need to do into one period of time. So I've taken, I've decided that I'm going to take the first, the last week of every month to do all of the work for my blog posts for the upcoming month. So right now we're in the end of November. I am right in the thick of my mega batching week where I am doing all of the work that needs to happen for my four blog posts that are going to drop in December. Okay. And so how that works, like how do I possibly have all the time to create this in November or in one week? How do I cram everything into one week? I have hired a copywriter. So I realized what, what is reasonable? What can I actually do and feasibly take on? If I'm going to take on all of the writing of the blog post, I tried this in last month. I tried to do everything on my own. It was too hard. It was too much. Mm. So I decided to outsource writing the email copy and the blog post copy to my copywriter I create the outlines and the idea and the vision, and then she takes runs with it. She's brilliant. Mm. Um, and then I create all of the content for social media and all of the copy for that because I really want it to come from my own voice. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. yeah, And then I also, to keep us organized, um, I'm a project manager by training, and so I've been used to getting paid to plan things for a living for close to 20 years. And so... Um, I love free tools that can help you stay organized and help you plan your work. So I use Trello. I don't know. Have you used Trello? Yeah, before? yeah, we use that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's a free tool. It's very easy to do, very easy to use. Um, and so my copywriter and I just collaborate on Trello. I also create tasks for myself so that I can remember what I've done for each post because there's like seven tasks assigned to each post. So that keeps my head straight and um, it helps keep myself and my copywriter organized on what needs to happen mm. and when. Amazing. So what do you think it is about, there must be some psychology behind why mega batching obviously is working for you. What is it about setting aside that, that week rather than doing it drip by, you know, drip, drip throughout the month? Yeah, I, I think... You know, perhaps mega batching isn't for everybody, but for why I think it works for me, just as it relates, like my mental, my mental, you know, bandwidth and headspace around it is, um, I I know that I have one week a month where I sit down and I just churn out all of this work, and I know then that I have the other three weeks of the month to work on other things to maybe let off the gas just a little bit in terms of pressure of getting that content out there and like, or thinking of the ideas, I can kind of just let it go. Like I know I have like time scheduled to mm -hmm. do this work. And so if my brain starts going crazy and being like, Oh, you have blog posts you need to write, or what about this idea? Or, um, I can 
I can create a travel card for my idea, throw it in there, and know it's in there so that when it gets to the, when I get to the last week of the month, all of the ideas I've had over the month or the previous three weeks are in there. I have a place to start. And and I know that I have dedicated time set aside. So then the other three weeks, like I said, I could I could spend time working on other things. Yeah, see, as you're talking about it, and I'm thinking about it, my cogs are turning. And actually, it's quite an efficient way to do it, isn't it? Because, yes. like you say, and, and I suppose, I think it probably appeals to me as well, because I'm quite an all or nothing type of person. So <laughs> that probably appeals to me because you can just completely, for that week, completely immerse yourself in it. You're in the zone. That's your main focus. Yes. And like you say, once you've got it all done, you can to all intents and purposes, put it to one side, forget about it for the most part. And like you say, your mind, your headspace, like you say, mental bandwidth is then freed up to focus on other things. Yes, exactly. And, and it gives you, I think it gives you the ability to plan your life as well. I know that I probably, if, if I want to take a vacation or if I know I don't want to work that last week of November, I know then I need to do my mega batch and my blog post the third week or the week after I get back. Mm. Um, whereas before when I was just writing kind of sporadically, I would find like, Oh, well I'm going to be on vacation that week. And so I guess a blog post just won't get done. Mm. And like that was, you know, that obviously isn't counterproductive to building a business. And so I know that I have this set aside time where I don't really schedule anything else. I'm very conscious about what I do socially and personally that week because I want to make sure I get everything done. But then the, the other three weeks I have to, to play, if you will. Mm-hmm. I can be more liberal with my time and how I spend it with friends or socially um, because I know I have that dedicated time set aside once a month. Absolutely. So how long have you been doing working that way with the mega batching? This is my third month doing it. And every month I, I learn something new. Like Every month I learn, well, that didn't work last time, or that was way too time consuming last time. Either like I need to switch this up or change it or not do it. Like I said, you know, the first time I did it, I I was writing every blog post myself and that was just too much. So I switched things up. I hired, I I extended my contract or my um, copywriter's contract to also include blog post writing. She was writing my copy for my emails. Um, And I extended, you know, more work to her. And then, this time around, I'm kind of learning that, uh, I guess last time around, I learned that I was writing too long of Instagram stories that were too time consuming for me. Mm-hmm. I, I was doing like seven or eight slides to roll out a blog post. This time I'm going to do like, I don't know, two to three and then just be done. Um, so just I'm continuing to make things more efficient just by what, what I've learned the previous time. Yeah, absolutely. Would you have any tips for people? Because I'm just thinking from my own personal experience, if you've got other people working with you, like you've got your copywriter. And so I suppose particularly if people have a podcast where they're interviewing, like for example, for this show, where I'm also reliant on, on having guests and fitting in with their schedules as well. Do you have any tips of how people could approach it if they've got to incorporate other people into that process? That's a great question. Um, so when I thought about incorporating my copywriter into this process, I honestly was a little nervous to ask her to drop everything one week a month as yeah. well. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, while that may, that's the system may work for me or that the system may work for you or someone listening, 
it doesn't always mean it's going to work into someone else's life. And so, um, I, you know, I just asked her, I said, Hey Mac, I'm trying this new system. Would you be interested in doing this? Um, it's one week a month. We kind of pound out everything. We just like churn and crank out all the content, all of the copy. And then you basically have three weeks out of the month where you don't have to do anything. <laughs> and that's kind of how I convinced her to, um, she's great and was probably would have been on board no matter what. She's just amazing that way. But there is something in it for the people that you collaborate and partner with as well. They can, it makes it easier for them to plan their work and then they could probably take on other clients or do other types of work for you in the other three weeks if you have like more of a full-time arrangement with them. Um, But I think if it is a risk that others that um, you collaborate with, it may not work for them. And then you kind of have to figure out, are you okay with some of their work coming in throughout the month? And then maybe the stuff that you personally have to do, you just mega batch the things that you need to do that week. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's really got me thinking about, cause I, I mean, I don't, I, I try to get as far ahead, for example, with this podcast as I can, but I'm aware that, you know, I would love to get more efficient in how I batch together the interviews and things like that. So I think a lot of it as well, it's about planning ahead, isn't it? And just setting yeah. aside that time and saying, look, this is the window yep. um, and just plotting it out. Yeah. And again, like if it doesn't work for everyone, I think it would still save you a lot of like mental space and sanity to just even make a batch of your own tasks to that one week and just start planning ahead. Like, okay, if you want to do all of your tasks the last week of the month, then you need everybody's work to be done for you by this date, like the Friday before. Right. So then, you know, maybe they don't want to play in that week and do everything, you know, turn everything out in that one week, but that now means that everyone's timelines maybe are a little different. So their work can be done. And so it's ready for you that final, that last week. So, so all of the things that you're dependent on them to complete are already done and waiting for you when you decide to pick up your work. <clears throat> that makes sense. I love it. I love it. It's so much good stuff in there. And I say, it's really, it's really got me thinking. That has been fantastic. Would you like to just let people know where they can find out a bit more about you? Sure. Yeah. Um, I, you can find me at hollynoel.com or theconsultantcode.com, which is a program that I have for people that want to start their own businesses. I'm also on Instagram at hollynoel, LinkedIn, pretty much all of the channels. I'm most active on LinkedIn and Instagram. So happy to continue the conversation over on social media or drop me a note at holly at hollynoel.com. Amazing. And I have to end by asking you my surprise question, which I've forgotten to do on the last couple of episodes. <laughs> um, it's, it's going to be a difficult one for you to answer because it's only like 9am, 9.30 there okay. um, in the morning. But what are you going to be having for your dinner tonight? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I am meeting one of my good, good friends for dinner at this cute little Italian restaurant in San Francisco. So I'm very excited to catch up with her and eat amazing food. So you might have some pasta. Yes, some pasta. They have a really good mushroom pizza Mm -hmm. and good wine. Amazing. That is all you need in life as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm good to go. I can't wait. Thank you so much. It was great chatting to you. Thank you, Natalie. I really appreciate it. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. 
for more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.